In the world of business, profit is everything. Those that are not profitable are condemned from memory. And the most important business of all is watching anime. Dog, dog, another dog for you. <laughs> this is an anime podcast. Uh, I mean, we haven't started yet. Welcome back to the weekly anime performance review. The show where we review the performance of anime weekly. We are your three high-powered anime business. <laughs> Someone's high-powered, if you know what I mean. We are <laughs> your three high-powered... <laughs> <laughs> we are your. Th- your th- okay, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> we are three high-powered business executives. I'm Chris, your CEO of Not Calling Your Parents. I'm John, your Android CEO of Weebs, and I'm Angie, your CEO of Feeling Like a Girl in the Alps. <laughs> All right. We're now down to six anime after Dragon Quest was unjustly fired by these bozos. I mean, okay. Justice <laughs> for Dragon Quest. Listen, I I do all this part of it, so I get to I get to editorialize in it if I want to. Yeah, and then can, Chris gets to edit yeah, it. Yeah, I get to cut it out. Oh shit. <laughs> anyway, we have six shows remaining now. We're ge- we're getting to the halfway point of the season. So first up on our list is, as always, Akudama Drive. In this episode, the Akudama escape the absolute quarantine zone except Hacker, who decides to continue on to Kanto. The job continues with the Akudama being tasked with taking the kids to Expo Park in Kansai. Meanwhile, the executioners declare a search and destroy against the group. So I guess the shield just kind of moves with them inside the quarantine zone? Probably. I think that's the idea, yeah. What if the... Absolute quarantine zone is fake and just made to keep people from Kansai from going to Kanto. I feel like there's something to it. I think there's a bunch of radiation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's really what kills people. But I don't know. But I mean, like, the two executioners were definitely exposed to it and they're mostly fine. Well, they're mostly fine, but they also said, hey, if you were in there a little bit longer, you wouldn't even have bodies. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. It's just radiation that instantly turns you from nor- from totally fine to goop. Yeah. They're containing the third impact. <laughs> That's certainly going from totally fine to goop, all right. <laughs> I mean, most of the time, radiation isn't like an instant effect if it's not that bad. Yeah. No, usually it just gives you cancer like 20 years later. Yeah. Unless it's like a nuclear bomb or something, which which this was. Yeah. Or well, it it was akin to a nuclear bomb. I think it was probably a lot worse. Yeah, yeah it's like a big nuclear bomb. Yeah. But it's also been several years already. Like it's like we don't know how long exactly. It's like a nuclear bomb, but it doesn't stop exploding. I think is the implication. Damn. Hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Um. Uh, but this one was a kind of a breather episode because yeah. they just kind of chilled in the, a ruined house for a day 
uh, while they figured out their next move. Yeah. Uh, we got some inter- some in- some tension actually between Doctor and Swindler because Doctor really wants to know what the deal with these children are, but Swindler is like, "Hey, just let them live, dog." Yeah. I love how Doctor's like, "I'm on to you." <laughs> on to your nice like, guy act. Swindler's like, "I'm yeah. really just a nice person." <laughs> or... But I think that's Swindler's power, so to speak, is that they're um, a nice person. So like, people, yeah, they're good at making friends and whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also like the the characterization that all the characters got by like what food they got from the yeah from the instant food box or didn't get. Or didn't get. Poor, poor hoodlum. It doesn't do soup. But it made wine. <laughs> it was it in was a in bottle, a bottle. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how bendy the bottle was. Yeah, the bottle just, it's like made of jello or something. Yeah. I love how, um, like, Cutthroat got marshmallows, and it's like, it's fine, but it's better when they're covered in blood. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah. Um, I did like uh, that Courier got Takayaki. He's like, well, it's less shitty than all other food. Yeah. Because I'm an edgy boy. I'm the the Courier. Swindler um, feeding the kids, but I kind of think the kids are like robots or something. I feel like they're like, they're probably like angels or something akin to that, where it's like they look human, but they don't necessarily need stuff to survive. Yeah. I'm gonna um I'm listen, going off my theory that Kanto is actually just all computers, I think that they're either robots or cyborgs. Yeah. Like I mean, really still... good like really good cyborgs, I mean. We still don't have an explanation for the recorder shield that happened. That I mean the train. I think just Kanto has crazy technology. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have like portable replicators. Yeah. That's true. Um, question. Yeah. I think this show almost reminds me of whenever they're trying to tackle a problem of a D and D group, just with how off the rails it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, it's because it's a bunch of strong personalities all kind of trying to pull the group in a different direction. Right. And, you know, sometimes they let their personal things get in the way of, you know, the team dynamic. Yeah. Particularly Hacker, who's just like, fuck you guys, I'm bored, I'm going to Kanto. (laughs) I'm rolling a new character. (laughs) But it also, like, I get it. Yeah. I mean, that's really why he joined up with them. Yeah. And I also think... From like just a narrative, they're introducing two new characters to the group. It makes sense for them to want to kind of whittle it down a bit. And it's good that they got rid of the most boring one. Mm -hmm. And it's still open for him to come back in some way, assuming Uh he's not dead. He's going to come back and say, guys, Kanto is just all computers. (laughs) Everything is computers in the future. I think he's going to be not necessarily just X, but I think he's going to save them. Yeah. Yeah. Without them realizing it at first, maybe. Yeah, or or his, like, thingies, the ball he gave Swindler. Tell me more about Hacker's ball, Chris. I don't really have anything else to say. <laughs> I know, I just wanted to say that. Sounds funny. Um, and the end of the episode was 
the executioner being like, I'm still alive. I live, bitches. Master. Yeah, it's master and pupil. That's right. Yeah. We still don't have a name for. I think she's boss. Uh, (laughs) I just, I really wish that he just ended the episode by saying, I lived, bitches. (laughs) I want to see someone's ass get whooped in the next episode. Uh, I'm ready for that now. So I vote to retain. I'm also going to retain. I think it's still fun. Yeah, I'm going to retain. This episode was a bit of a change of pace in a good way. Um, Yeah. But I'm excited to get some action next episode. Mm -hmm. I'm retaining. I don't know if it's like this episode was like the first break we've had in like three episodes. All right. So that is three retains for Akadama Drive. Uh, Next up on the list is The Day I Became a God. In this episode, Yota and Hina intervene after hearing that Izanami's dad hasn't been outside in 10 years, leading the Izanami family to reckon with their grief over the loss of Kyoko's mother. Man, that man does like him some cheese, though, huh? Yeah. Who doesn't? (laughs) I mean, for real. Yeah, I thought about my title being It's All Cheese or something like that, but nah, it couldn't get it to work. All cheese? All cheese. Always has. He's like, mmm, cheese. Wait a minute. I miss my wife. Yeah. Yoda dropped the ball again. Oh, well. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree with what he said in the episode. Though. Yeah. He's like, it'd be kind of cheating to do it right now, you know, mm-hmm. when she's kind of vulnerable. Yeah. That wasn't what he said when he was, I mean, he, he said he was cheating because he had help from Hina, but. He I said get what he was cheating. Yeah. He said it felt like cheating. Hina was the one who said, is it cheating to use the power of a god? Yeah, and I think um, what it's showing is that his motives are becoming more pure because, you know, he's like, I just want to help people to help people, not to get in anyone's pants. Yeah, well, like, he wanted to do this for Izanami kind of almost, ended up morphed almost into, like, oh, birthdays in a couple days, right? But I think he does just want to be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's why every episode hasn't been an attempt to woo Izunami. Mm-hmm. So one thing that uh, Yota pointed out in this episode is that Hina tends to get particularly like invested in something that's going on whenever it involves relations yeah. between parents and children. I think, I think what that probably is is like it's going to be her mom is named is uh. Her mom is um, Yota's dad's sister. And so, and her name was originally the Japanese, her name is the Japanese word for earth or world. And I don't uh, remember that word, but. <laughs> no, I don't either. That's like, this is all just theory. Isn't one of them earth already? That might be his dad. I couldn't remember. It was but... time, sky, sun, and something. Okay, then no. But basically, uh, her mom would have been God of the World as her maiden name. And then uh, when she says the world is going to end in 30 days, she means her mom is going to die and her mom's in the hospital right now. And that's why she gets worked up whenever it involves someone's mom. Yeah, our, our parent in general. Okay, cool. not the, this can't be true, but then how is she able to predict the future and stuff? I don't know. I don't know. It's magical realism, man. Don't worry yeah. about it. Um, yeah, I think 
Big Violet Evergarden energy this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think this was, this episode was to do more with the mother than the dad. The dad was just also affected by the mother. Yeah. Well, because um, what Izanami ended up saying at the end was like, I thought I was the one who was suffering the most, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind yeah. of like, oh, I thought. And like she was kind of being, being insensitive distant. to her dad at the beginning, but, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't realize that he was really going through it still. Yeah. Sometimes, even though it's adults' job to take care of the children, sometimes the adults <clears throat> can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just lucky that Izanami can mostly take care of herself. Yeah. Well, is she able to take care of herself because her dad wasn't? I mean, I think her dad took care of the home. Yeah. Didn't not take care of her. He just didn't help her grief. Yeah. Is really what it was. He didn't help her grief on the Minecraft server. Uh, are we going to vote? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, interestingly, we didn't actually get anything with the, the side plot with the hacker boy in this episode. I think that's fine. No, it's totally fine. It was, it, I just, I mean, they they fit a lot of A-plot stuff in because they skipped over the ED in this episode. Yeah. Anyway, I'm voting to retain because this, this one was, was actually great. It was one of my favorites. Yeah, same. This one made me cry. Really? Yeah. I thought you, like, never cried to things. I don't cry that often. I never said I never cry, just that it's not often that I do. Okay. This one didn't make me cry, but I did like it a lot more um, than the previous one, so I'm going to retain it for now. That's three retains for The Day I Became a God, epic style. Next up on the list is The Gymnastics Samurai. At the NHK Cup, Bandana Prince places first and Jotaro makes sixth. Leo is pursued by the agents, and Jotaro is presented with the chance to train with the Chinese. So the yeah. agents finally caught up to Leo and he's has to fuck off from the family house for a while. Yeah. Well, something I thought of is that we thought, oh, Leo's here illegally, whatever, but what if he's just running away from his family or whatever and the agents are like yeah. his bodyguards or something? Could be. He's he's like Mizusaki from uh <laughs> from Azoken. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or even um uh, the girl's name from Tony Kawa. Uh, Sukasa. Yes. Uh, maybe so. It could be. Because yeah. they, you know, I mean, like, they're dressed oddly for, like, government officials. Because, <laughs> like, one of them wears a suit jacket with a sports bra underneath it and no shirt. Well, I could also see, like, it's just anime government yeah. officials. Where they're not designed to look like government officials. Or they're designed to invoke the feeling of a government official, not necessarily to be one. But if they were government officials, they wouldn't have let him go back with the family that night before leaving. That's fair. Yeah, it seems pretty clear that he did, like, meet with them. Yeah. And came to some kind of agreement. But hey, good on Jotaro for placing sixth, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they specifically said it wasn't just because a bunch of people ahead of him fucked up. It's like he's actually gotten better uh, than he used to be. Well, and there is something to be said that if everyone else messes up and you don't, that's you doing a good job. Yeah. You know, that's not them messing up. That's you not messing up. And uh, and a big part of it was that, like, they're all wigged out by mm-hmm. 
Minamino, I think is his name. Bandana, Bandana Prince. Prince. Yeah. Uh, they're all wigged out by him, but Jotaro is just kind of having fun. And so he does better because he's not really thinking about that. Right. Well, I think it's also that um, like he and the Bandana Prince both did really well because they weren't competing or they did relatively well because they weren't competing against other other people. They were competing against themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because ultimately, all you can do is your best. You know, you can't... In in competitions such as gymnastics, where it's, oh, you do this and you get a score, um, it, you can't directly compete against someone, you know? Yeah, because um, it's still subjective. Right. And even <clears throat> rock climbing, like, it's like, even, no matter how you do, doesn't affect what anyone else does. Yeah. Uh, and vice versa, in theory. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the mental games, but that's you know. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like most, a lot of this episode was gymnastics, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know gymnastics, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> oh yeah, they were t- they were naming all of these like tricks, and I was like, I cool. like your funny words, Magic Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like this. This wasn't in Barbie's gymnastics for the PC, right? Did you play that? Yes. Was yes. it good? Um, it's actually not that bad, but it's... I mean, I was like eight, yeah. So I don't really remember it. Fair enough. I remember so, having fun. Yeah, it, it it's a fun enough game. Um, I played Pajama Sam on the computer when I was eight, and that's why I like Blood now because Stephen Waite was in both of those games. Oh, you mean the game Blood? Okay, I thought you just meant Blood. Like, just <laughs> I like Blood. Yeah, yeah, John likes putting blood on his marshmallows. <laughs> That's me. Bloody marshmallow boy. <laughs> Wait, do you think that he likes the contrast of red and white and that's why he went white? Maybe. Maybe. That's the wrong show, though. Yeah. We're past that. I also liked the scene where they like put on a song and they were all singing at their house. I think, it, yeah. It was Wild Thing, wasn't it? Yeah, Wild Thing. I don't yeah. remember who did that song. I don't know. I just know it exists. <laughs> I like Big Bird saying, no good, no good. Yeah, because they're <laughs> terrible. Yes. The, by the Trogs, my favorite. The Trogs. They sound like a band you'd like. They do, but I've never heard of them. Originally called the Troglodytes, are an English garage rock band formed in Anover, Hampshire in May 1964. Yeah, uh, it's good. I want to know what Leo's happening with that boy. So I'm going to vote to retain. I like all of these shows. I just, with six shows left, something's going to get fired. So I might as well fire the show I like the least. And that's currently this one. Oh, so wow. I'm going to fire. Andrew? I'm enjoying this and I want to see more gymnastics. I'm going to retain it. All right. That is one fire for uh, the gymnastics samurai. And I had a joke at the end of this, but I've forgotten it. So we're moving on. Uh, next up on the list is I'm standing on one million live. In this episode, the heroes travel with the people they met last time. Soldiers from the evil kingdom of Daok. <laughs> they are betrayed and left behind in a trap-filled dungeon. Yatsia falls down a hole, so the others have to fight a gargoyle without his help. <laughs> I love it. Just like, oh, well, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's <laughs> because, you know, if the, as long as they... 
succeed in the quest, they'll all be fine. So Yachty's like, well, I'm down a hole. Go I totally on get me. it. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> it's just Which, very entertaining. To be fair, he did almost leave everyone else behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but it, I think it is... There, we did see an implication that he will be able to actually climb out of the hole. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's using his knife to cut handholds and mm-hmm. footholds and whatever. Which means that's a sharp fucking knife. <laughs> I mean, it, it is like a chef knife. He's ranked 10 chef. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the sharpest knives are ones you use to cut food. Like, if you keep them sharpened. Okay, right. there's a big difference between cutting food and cutting cement. Yeah, fair. It's also old bricks. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he's he's gonna climb out of the pit that <laughs> way and then like break his knife immediately once he gets to the fight because he used all all its sharpness on yeah. the on the wall. <laughs> yeah, we kind of glossed over this, but um the reason why they were stuck in this dungeon anyways was because they talked with the captives and with the guard and like the guard was like, I I, I don't trust you, so bye. Well, Basically, what happened was they talked with the captives and they said, we're from a religion that preaches love and peace and the uh, kingdom that these guards are from hates that religion and wants to kill all of them. Repeat after me. This world is made. Love and peace. (laughs) I will say, though, the thing is in the guard immediately... um... Or not immediately, but like the next scene was him talking to the guard. Yeah. And he said that there is a war between people who worship the king and people who worship God and the king. And I'm not saying religious persecution is good. But I do understand at least what they're saying is like, we we don't want to go through that war again. So instead, we're just going to kill everyone. Like, that's... Mm. I think that that's kind of a reference to the history of early Christianity. Because, like, the Romans mostly didn't care what religion people followed. As long as they also kind of acknowledge the de- the the divinity of uh, emperors, and Christians refused to de- to deify emperors, and so that was why they got into trouble, mm-hmm. at least at first. Yeah. So well, it's not exactly the same scenario, but it's similar. Yeah. Yeah, and then the new king is like, "Hey, everyone gets a slave as compensation," and like that's <laughs> yeah. okay. Which is like. And this guy's like, he's a hero because he gave everyone slaves. And every, and like people are like, I gotta get this guy. And then and then one of the of the heroes is like, what the fuck are you saying? He's they just condoned slavery. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't think Yotsia was like, I agree with what this guy. Yeah, he was did. just trying to go along with it so they could yeah. get what they're doing well, done. And he's like, I understand his viewpoint. I don't agree, is what he was saying. I think. Mm-hmm. Which, like, to be fair, if you were some lowly peasant. And your father died in the war. And then the king's like, hey, since your father died, you get a slave. Like, okay. I get that. I don't that really get how a right. slave would save them from homelessness, but... Well, extra work. Yeah, extra work. You could sell it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Now then, should the king have done that? No. no. <laughs> Slavery is bad, actually. Yeah. And the king is... I think... They said that he's um like using smaller countries, so he's also like yeah. a bully of sorts. Yeah, where it's like he's helping the weak in his country by using the weak from other countries. Right. Mm-hmm. He's a populist, but only for certain kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Which is also kind of a 
thing that happens nowadays is people are like, oh, this is great for our country. Let's do it. Even though it like isn't great for the world as a whole. I mean, that's based, yeah. that's more or less what fascism is. I believe you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nobody can really define fascism other than that it fucking sucks my dick. Fuck fascism. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I, I I was entertained by this episode because I always enjoy, honestly, every fantasy anime. I'm a sucker for the episode where they all go into a dungeon and fight traps and stuff. Well, it's fun because they can get creative with the traps, and they uh-huh. did in this one. I feel. Yeah. Like I really, I really liked the hammer trap where it was swinging back and forth. Just because I I just really liked how that looked. It was very soothing to me. It was. A... <laughs> Chris is just going to watch that an, a loop of that for like two hours. Yeah. Like it's also like this is somewhat unrelated. It's one of my favorite traps in Sea of Thieves is like an axe trap like that. And to uh, go like, through mm. it, you just have to run through it at the right time. And then you just run down and it's just the axes swinging in front of you. <laughs> and it feels so cool. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And if it reminds me of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, it must be good. So I retain. <laughs> yeah, I'm also enjoying this one. I Yeah, I just like it. It's fun. Yeah, I'm retaining as well. It, it, was, it was a fun episode, and I'm excited to see them fight without the only person who can really fight. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them gotten better. They also have Kavel. That's true. She can That's fight. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm really hoping they can solve it without Yatsia, just because I want the rest of the group to feel like they can be functional without right. him. Oh, oh, we we should mention um that they also thought that the delivering the cargo might be there's three captives, one of them is a child, and they might think it's saving the child somehow. I just want to mention that. So that is three retains for I'm standing on one million lives. Next up on the list is Iwakakiru. In the semifinals, Konami wrecks shop with her mad analysis skills, much to the chagrin of the ballerina. I feel like my summaries are always like much to the chagrin or much to the consternation of this or that character. Well, because it's oftentimes a... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it's just... My my writing my authentic writer's voice. <laughs> well, if you have phrases you like, yeah, when writing like him. Also, <laughs> most of these animes aren't complete, like combat, so to speak. Like, yeah, the conflict is um, the conflict yeah, like, is climbing climb better than you. Something. Yeah, <laughs> the conflict is climb. I'm just thinking of that joke from like the third episode of Dragon Ball Z abridged where Piccolo leaves Gohan at the top of a mountain. He's like, how do I get down? And Piccolo's just like, climb down! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Speaking of climbing, um, I find it kind of hard to believe that Kona means this good. Yeah. Yeah. When she didn't send all the problems in the first one, but whatever. Yeah. I think that was probably... The implication in the first round is that she took too long. What I kind of wish they had done here was she sends the first one, no problem. And she and runs it, out of time on the later ones or something? Yeah. and Because what I think they're going for right now is that she's like she has the mental capacity to do it, but she doesn't necessarily have the physical. Mm-hmm. And so 
on the last wall, she's going to, her body's going to give out halfway through. Because, like, between rounds, June was like, hey, you need to get some rest. You shouldn't be walking around. And she's like, no, I can do this all day. I'm fine. Yeah. Yes. Well, and in addition, I will say um, six people out of the 20 move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious Konamin's going to be one of them at this point. Yeah. I mean, she sent three of the problems. Like, Well, she sent three of them in the first try. Right. Unless she really bones it on the last one, like real I, bad. Is it is it try or time for this? I think it might be both. Like okay. if if you're tied for tries, you then go to time. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like it kind of makes sense for her to be this good when the when the mm-hmm. task is so up to her skill set. Mm-hmm. Because this show is very much like about everybody having like a climbing superpower that's like their gimmick. Yeah. Uh like the girl, like they went, they explained the the gimmick of the girl who went right after is that she just recovers super fast after a fall, so she yeah, just tries the problem like ten million times. She's the anti Konami, basically. Yeah, she did pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think she's gonna survive the round, but you know. Yeah. I could also see Konami just takes so long to figure out how to climb that that's what keeps her out of the top six, anyways. Mm-hmm. Was because all of the there's like I feel like there's at least six. I haven't like gone through them in my head of like the really top tier ones that we got like a close up for. Well, yeah. there's there's Captain, there's Spider Girl, there's the Black Panther, there's the um, Gorilla, yeah, right. the Hulk, yeah, yeah, Hulk, and that's it. That I'm like they are getting through. Yeah. Um. Because I could see June doing it. I could also the girl whose superpowers that she's boring. Oh yeah, no way. I could see it. Yeah, but um, regardless, like I'm enjoying this, but I feel like I kind of wish more of the competition was done because I feel like this is the whole season might be the rest of this competition. At this I'd space. be fine with that. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. would. I just and I it's know. also they could also wrap it up. In the next couple episodes. Yeah, in two episodes, in the last three or something else. Well, yeah, I guess that also depends on... Well, no, because they're going to have this, and they're going to have to face off against the princess girl. They're, that's not that's not this season. I don't oh, think that okay. they're going to like beat Karusu this season. Yeah, I think she's just there to be like, oh, there's this one really good climber here. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's in-game for the season either. Yeah. Because I think this is also an ongoing manga. Mm. I really think Spider Girl is supposed to be like the main villain of this season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I think is that Konamin's like analysis loading time, whatever you want to call it, is going to affect her in the next round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is kind of what I'm thinking. But mm. we'll see. I guess it's not ongoing. It ran for about a year and a half. Oh. So we could yeah. get it all this season. A year and a half of manga and 12 episodes. I mean, most manga's a year. Like, most most manga adaptations cover a year's worth, approximately. Okay, fair enough. But they could also drag it out or add a little something yeah. extra. Or do a season at an OVA or two or something, I don't know. Yeah, they might do an OVA. But yeah. Interesting. I still can't get over how much... 
Daddy Daddy Dio looks like a Kingdom Hearts character now that he's shaved and put his pulled his hair back. Yeah. I'm gonna retain because I don't know. I'm I'm having fun with it still. Yeah, I'm also still enjoying it. I'm gonna retain. Yeah, I'm retaining this one as well. I'm really enjoying it. I'll reiterate the I'll reiterate our common point on this one. What the heck? Good sports anime? <laughs> yeah, well I mean it's it's fun to watch a spot something like this where everyone's so different and that's their strength mm. and how why they're good. And how everything could be like, oh, well, this could be what, this is how their path to victory is. That's fun to watch. All right. Next, uh, last up, so that is three retains for Iwakakeru. Last up on the list is Tonekawa. Uh, in this episode, Nasa decides that he and Tsukasa need a bigger place. And also that he never told his parents they got married. So he and Tsukasa go on a trip to his native Nara to meet them. I liked uh, some of the visual humor in this episode, like him having a cane because of how bad the seat was for his back on the bus. Yeah. Man, who the heck takes a bus? Someone who doesn't want to spend money on the train. Well, he was like, I can buy first class tickets, but she's like, no, it's fine. Yeah, someone who doesn't want to spend money on the train, hence Tsukasa. I would take the train. Yeah. I would take the train, not first class, but... Um, I like trains. I think this was just a fun episode, just in general. We also got um the camera bit. Yeah. Which I think will be kind of important. Yeah, uh, yeah. they bought a camera to so that uh, Tsukasa could sort of like make a scrapbook almost. Yeah. Of what they do every day, and it wound up being Nasa taking a bunch of pictures of her instead. Yeah, and she's like, now I will always remember the day my husband got horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's not too much to say, because I think this yeah. is setting up a lot of stuff for next episode with mm-hmm. Pot. I think next episode's mostly the honeymoon part um, in Kanto. Yeah, and, and they're going to Kansai. They're in Kanto. <laughs> I know yeah, the Shinkansen went really between the two yeah, of them. Yeah, they, they, they brought the up drive, the Shinkansen, but... the train from Kanto to Kansai. I mean, it's just like setting up for next time is what I feel like is mm-hmm. what this mostly was. They're going to go see all the tourist sites in Kyoto and Nara. Yeah. And the little girl's going to tag yeah. along and try and break them up. She does see. I, what show was it? Oh, it was Uzaki-chan, where they like went to another city, and the whole episode was like a super thinly veiled tourist ad for that city. <laughs> I think you watched that one. I, I did, yeah. It. Yeah, N- neither of y'all saw that, but it was really bad. Like, they're like, this city is awesome. You can do all of this stuff here. We're going to go to every tourist attraction in this town. <laughs> I liked how um, <laughs> when he was like, oh, we could get a sofa and imagined Sukasa like leaning up against him during the movie. And I'm like, you think Sukasa is going to be paying attention to you during the movie? How he convinced her to get a bigger place was we can get a bigger TV and a bookshelf so you can display your DVD collection. And manga. And manga. I mean, hey, if it works. Yeah. <laughs> he when they sleep. Yeah. That's his main motivation here. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Hold hands. They actually did spoon in this episode, though. Yeah. For like a minute. Before she fell off the bed. Still counts. Yeah, I liked how it was like, we sat there for a minute and then she fell off the bed. <laughs> yeah, there's just really not a lot to say about what happened. 
Yeah, this episode was a bit of a a slower one, I think. Yeah. I do like that his parents are still mostly okay with it. They just want to meet his wife. Yeah. Yeah. One, the mom's like, wait, did you just tell me this? Because you want us to sign for a bigger place now that you're married? <laughs> it's like, damn. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm very curious to see what his parents are like. I think his mom might be in the OP. I think every character we've seen in the OP is in, is accounted for. No, we have. There's the third one on the uh, bathhouse. Oh yeah, that's yeah. But I don't. I don't think that's his mom because it. If it were his mom, why would he also have a dad? Or where is his dad? He's an anime dad. He's just not around for no reason. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of because she had blue yeah. hair in the OP, so. Yeah. Could be. I mean, isn't could that be their mom too? It could, could also be. be. Totally. We won't know until two episodes from now. See, that just reminds me of uh in Yorimoy when like the one time her dad comes home is when her <laughs> mom is mad at her and he just like shuts the door. He's like, I'm sorry, my daughter. <laughs> You're going to Antarctica without telling me? <laughs> what a classic. Uh, anyway, I vote to retain. This show is adorable. Yeah, like, I feel like this episode doesn't have a lot to talk about, but I'm voting to retain. This is, I'm loving this show. Yeah, I'm voting to retain. This this was just fun. All right. That is. I know. This is the three retains for Tony Kawa. Where did that sentence start and how did it end up there? I don't know. It started, um, all right, this isn't it. Ended up with Tony Kawa. Shut up, Andrew. I don't think we fired anything this week, did we? We No. Because Gymnastic Samurai has one fire. From you. Yeah. And we don't fire one single fires. So we've actually retained everything for next week. So look forward to yeah. another six, uh, another review of each of these episodes next week. That will be on November. Oh, God. Oh, uh, Christ. 18th. Yeah. Hell yeah. Got it in one, baby. Nice. Also, uh, stay tuned for our Little Witch Academia special, which comes out this Friday in two days. Friday the 13th. Spooky. Totally intentional. Totally intentional. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Wappercast for updates and funnies about our show. Uh, <clears throat> with all that being said, we have been your three high-powered anime business executives. I have been John, your Android CEO of Weebs. I have been Chris, your human CEO of not, in- not Calling My Parents. And I've been Andrew, your CEO of Feeling Like a Girl in the Alps. Beep boop, ravioli. <laughs>